There we go. Today is July 27th, and we are here in the PIVX Lounge voice chat. And welcome to everyone that's here. And we want to talk about a possible collaboration. Joint, joint venture would be too much, right? Um, with uh, Shopping IO. And so, is anyone willing to give us a, a draft about where we are right now with Shopping IO? Uh, I can give a high level, I guess. So we've. Uh, you know, we've we've had a call, I believe. I can't remember. It's been a while, and then we've had uh, a whole lot of really good uh, questions in the uh, a dedicated channel for Shopping.io. I know we wanted to have one more call for like a wider audience in the Pivx community last week, and there just wasn't enough attendance because the weather was so nice, I guess. Um, so we were hoping that that would happen this week, and I'm not sure that you know it's, it's going to happen, but. Uh, um, I guess the summary for shopping.io is that there's a uh, pre-proposal post. I, I wouldn't say it's a full proposal in a pre-stage. It's more like here's the information we were given so everybody can see it for transparency reasons. And there's a bunch of stuff missing, like what the cost would be and is that all on one cycle that will be paid out or is it spread out over two or three months or all that still needs to be worked out. But any information we were presented is, is now there for transparency purposes and everybody can go have a look at it. And um, I think there was one question about, you know, how do they work? Like, so basically it's shopping.io. You can buy just about anything from Amazon, Walmart, Home Depot, eBay using their interface and you can pay directly with Pivx. And they get shipped directly to you. And the neat thing is if you're in the States and you order something from shopping.io that's coming from Amazon, it gets shipped from Amazon directly to you. However, if you're in a country in Europe um, that has uh, Amazon, then it'll get shipped from that Amazon location. Uh, but if you're in a country that doesn't have Amazon, I believe Cyprus is one of the countries that doesn't have Amazon delivery, um, then it gets shipped to the nearest shopping.io location and then reshipped from there. So sometimes that's going to be in Europe. Sometimes that's going to be, it gets shipped from Amazon to the States, uh, the shopping.io location in the States, and then reshipped to you from there. So, you know, they do it the most economical way. Uh, there's no sense to reship if it can be shipped directly, but if it can't get to your country uh, just for whatever reason, then they will reship it. And uh, yeah, there's a document, uh, a presentation in the, in the post on the forum that shows a lot of the different perks for the different levels that we could sign up to. And I guess that's it. A lot of questions were asked and anybody listening to this that's still got questions, the first thing you should do is um, review the, the conversation in the shopping uh, IO uh, dedicated channel in the Pivx Discord. Yeah. Thank you very much for the high level wrap up. And uh, yeah, that's true. The, uh, the channel, the dedicated channel that you guys opened is full of questions and answers uh and that's a pretty good source of information great so uh, we were hoping that uh, someone from shopping io could join and uh, but previous to this recording eric said uh and also lisi that uh, they are in a different or might be in a different uh, time zone and might not be able to make it. Yeah, it just so. turns out that both these vendors that we were going to talk about, shopping.io and coinstorm, coinstore.com, mm -hmm. 
they're both 12 hours out so it's 3 15 a.m for them right now mm -hmm. okay murphy's law <laughs> yeah but well, well both, it's, of them, it's, uh... both of them know that this call will be recorded they're going to get a link to it so they'll know what was discussed and yes. uh um yeah and that we're all you know if there's any questions that we're going to collect them and put them in the channel for them mm -hmm. uh, having said that i see more people joined since this call started everybody seems to be uh the, well the names i'm looking at are already pretty much up to speed on on everything so i don't i don't know that there's gonna be more questions but maybe there is i have a question uh one of the points that uh, were mentioned in the uh in the shopping hour channel was the uh the cost um, for first in the beginning it would be a, a cost for the community but um, that's something to swallow first of course uh, but then if there's a there's an upside to that and that is uh, PIVX would get a lot of attention and and uh, and uh, yeah visual attention and uh, people suddenly seeing that they could use it and that would be nice so yeah, it's like a, a big marketing. Yeah, I think I think what's key, you know, anybody that's involved in PIVX should be reading through this information, even if even if they're against the idea for some reason, just to get a feel for like how much things cost. Because right. that's that's been a problem with PIVX. We think everything should be free because a lot of us work for free. Uh -huh. You know, we all volunteer our time, and those of us that get paid probably don't get paid enough. But you know. The rest of the market doesn't work like that. The rest of the space doesn't work like that. So our interface between us and them is our treasury, and it's been far too small. So that's about to change, right? But even at you know current prices, uh, if I look at the uh, there's uh, four different packages for Shopping.io, and the, the lowest cost one is five thousand bucks. So uh, if we use uh, current PIVX prices, it's still a good thirty thousand PIV. So that represents almost our entire budget now and almost 10% of our budget in the future whenever, you know, in the next six, eight weeks or whatever it is to, to get the new reward structure in place. So the money will be there, but that doesn't mean it automatically should get spent, right? We still, we should justify everything and we should always be looking for on a case-by-case -case basis uh, how to grab some data and we just do a data-driven approach. I want to see the data, right? And uh um, you know, the one example I put in the notes is at 5,000 bucks, if we've got, uh, you know, I think it's 100 orders a, a week, that works out to like a buck per, per purchase that we're basically promoting. And is that worth it? Is it worth it for the treasury to kick out a dollar for every purchase that gets made on shopping.io? And maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Maybe, you know, it uh, needs to be uh, more or less. I, I, I don't know. But if, if, it's, if it's more, what's it getting us, right? If it's less, well, then it becomes a no-brainer, I guess. But... So for those listening, right? It, seems, it, it seems like with the with the new treasury, that's right. It's a it's a different mentality. It's like, does the look at the data? Does it work? Right? Does it help PIVX as much as it more than it costs? As opposed to like the old way with a very constrained budget. It was like, how does one proposal compared to another, right? What can we do with the resources we have when we have all these opportunities? Now it's is 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 the it seems to me it's more a question of is this opportunity really worth it in isolation, mm -hmm. right? You know, like if we paid the money and flipped the switch and turned it on and didn't tell anybody about it, it would be a total waste of money. Nobody's going to uh -huh. know it's mm -hmm. there, right? It would be a few of us that do it, but uh, so uh, we got to get the word out, and that costs money too. Yep. Um, so, and they, good, they, good they don't have an API. They, they don't have an API for information that we may want to glean, like how many purchases per day. 
and they don't like to, you know, give us a report right away because, you know, it's a slow start almost always, right? So they wait, I think it's between, oh, I'd have to dig and I can't concentrate. So um, I think it's like three months or so, then uh, three to six months, then they give a report of what's transpired. So if this package is a six-month package, so that would give us a good idea. But, um, yeah. And if the API were able to tell us, that, you know, on a per, like if we could give a time frame, let's say we do this big social media campaign, we want, and we just blast it everywhere that you can buy stuff on shopping.io uh, from Amazon, even if you're in a country that Amazon doesn't deliver to. You can pay directly with Pivx. We blast that everywhere. It'd be nice to be able to use use their API that they don't have for us to see if there's correlation or not. Right. And, right. Or you know maybe it doesn't break privacy. Maybe we can get uh, a link to uh, the image of the item because then we could, if there's an unusual item, that'd be pretty cool social marketing to. Uh, a market to marketing to put out a, an image of hey paid with pevix and put this like fancy guitar or whatever the heck it might be right and uh that was purchased on shopping.io right right but we, well, but we don't get that either they, we'd have to ask, people would have to volunteer that info are they, are they using um unshielded addresses and can we know those addresses we could run our own metrics maybe um well we'd still need to know the like you have to give us the addresses, right? Which are not something, right? Or is it one address with a bunch of transactions, right? And maybe right. they record the transaction ID with their customer order, but they they will accept Shield if we integrate the, you know. But they'll be giving you a, oh, a transparent, right? yeah. But I'm sure they'll be giving you a transparent address to deposit to. But you can send from Shield, right? Right. Oh, I see. Right. 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 Well, I mean, it's not like it would take any work for them to tell us their addresses, but may, maybe they don't want to do that for other reasons. Yeah. We can. Right. We we could even get some metrics they might not even calculate themselves. We knew what addresses they were using. I mean, I'd love to get to the point where somehow we can find out what was purchased during the week. And then following a week, let's say Lacey Mick wants to put out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, an ad, a social ad showing, you know, unique things that were purchased on shopping.io. Um, it'd be great if she, she could easily do that. And obviously initially it might be hard because there's not that many purchases, but then over time, I would hope that there's enough per- purchases that she could sift through them and, and realize that, okay, out of all these things that were purchased, this one's going to be the eye catcher. This one's going to get the laughs. You know, it might be something as simple as, like, <laughs> I don't know, toilet paper or, or you know, <laughs> laundry detergent or, like I said earlier, a fancy guitar or, uh, you know, the super expensive item or something. I, I don't know. You know, it'd just be good if she has a, a list of images to go through, but I don't. You know, maybe that's something we can negotiate in, but that that's going to make us a really um, edge case, and then that gets harder, right? But yeah. And there uh, has one. Uh, I can't read your name. Uh, some kind of a robot in your avatar. Welcome you. <laughs> has joined. <laughs> and uh, are there any questions about uh, anything? Actually, mo- mostly. Hopefully, about shopping I/O from the audience. I know that Amazon arrives at my house twice a week, easy. Sometimes three or four times. <laughs> I'm always buying on yeah. Amazon. And what I do is I I turn my Pivx into uh, Bitcoin, and then I buy Amazon gift cards. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we were to go ahead with this service, I of course would eliminate those steps, and I would go directly from Pivx to buying from Amazon through Shopping.io. So for me, that's two purchases a week. But I'm probably you know, spending more than most people. So, but, or, or am I? I? I don't know. I wonder if we could maybe do some kind of informal poll among the community to find out how many people would use it. It certainly wouldn't be conclusive, but it might give us a 
like an enlightening answer. We might realize there's more demand out there than we thought. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anecdotally, anecdotally, personally, I, I probably buy twice from Amazon a week too. See, uh, Eric, but but I I, w I don't know that I would be inclined to use Pivx through the purchases, even if it was open, just for me personally. That's, that's going to be the question. It needs to be somebody who buys from Amazon and they want to buy with Pivx. Yeah. Well, for me, once I buy the, the gift card, which Shopping.io doesn't do right, so we don't see it integrated yet. I haven't. It's not integrated with Pivx yet. I haven't tried it with other coins, but I'm presuming, you know, you, you come to a point where you got to pay and you're going to like scan the QR code with your wallet. And you're going to send a certain amount of Piv to it. And that's, that's yeah. how you, you pay it. Right. Um, right. But so that actually is a little bit harder for me because my wallet's not on my phone. My wallet's at my desk and I'm not always at my desk. Once I've loaded up a gift card into my Amazon account, I can be on my phone, on my tablet, on my desk. I can be anywhere. And I just impulse buy, impulse buy, impulse buy. Uh, and it gets it gets paid for from the from the gift card, right? That I got with Pivx initially. Yeah. Um, if if I have to do it with the Shopping.io way, I'm probably gonna have to come to my desk every time, and you know, a bit of a hassle, but. Yeah. yeah that's interesting, right? That's uh, it's a practical difference there. You know, and we Sounds really cool. all should do things like this because one day is gonna come where Amazon is gonna wake up and they're gonna say there's. There's all these services where people are buying gift cards with crypto. They're using services like shopping.io, you know, whatever, all these different services out there. Why don't we just like accept crypto ourselves? Right. right? And then kaboom. Mm -hmm. But yeah. these services have to happen first and it could take years. But eventually Amazon's going to realize they can cut out the two and a half percent fee that's going to the credit card companies and they can avoid chargebacks. Right. And apparently Amazon and profit is, Two and a half percent of everything they do, right? So they would effectively yeah, be. So that should profit. get their attention. <laughs> Fuzzballs uh, made a note here in the, in uh, in the chat. I'm having to buy more and more food items from Amazon because of my mom's new diet. Some items are available for purchase with EBT food stamps, but others are not. So having the ability to directly buy via Pivx would be nice. Yes. Uh, it, it would be like Eric said. It would be maybe a, a positive surprise how many mm -hmm. people actually would buy the yep. Pivx. Well, you you have to be in it to win it, of course. So that's uh, maybe it's a good thing to try and and. Well, maybe it's going to be a thing where we we commit to the five thousand dollars for the six months and we just push mm -hmm. it hard and see how far we get and if it was really worth worth it. And then yeah. you know, see how you know, we might we might find out it's a great idea and then we upgrade and get some more perks, right? But um, don't know. Not trying might be even more expensive. <laughs> yes, but you know we don't we don't really have the funds right now because the funds we have we're we're grabbing in uh, a slush fund and, and and cash grab funds to like pay the developers to make these changes we need done. Uh, it's it's not till the new reward structures in place that we really have the budget for this, right? So we've got time to figure figure this out. Um, and you know there's the for anybody listening and not reading, the, the four different plans are 5000 for six months, 15000 for one year, 20000 for two years, and 35000 for unlimited. That's for the listing period. And uh, and then there's perks that go with each of those. And uh, so it's it's if you know the idea is going to work, obviously going with the gold is the best. And there's a bunch of other perks that, that come with that in terms of marketing and having the equivalent of prime days. So... You know, that's another feature, apparently. If you do this, you don't need Amazon Prime. You're, you're basically getting that with, with uh, um, the service uh, uh, for some days. That, like, they have 
was on his prime days what was it once a year i can't remember anyway so in the larger package there's seven days you can pick where anybody that orders during that day their shipping is free i presume that includes reshipping too and then there's like marketing vouchers and giveaways okay lisa may just mentioned that she's going to do a poll on interest in shopping.io no so you let's let's assume fuzzballs is doing a couple purchases a week i'm doing a couple purchases a week and we 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 pressure Yenikar to start using uh, Pivx to <laughs> fund his uh, uh, Amazon purchases. <laughs> There's six <laughs> right there, and we need to we need to get to a hundred. And you know we're almost ten percent of the way there. And, I, and there's other people in this call that have not spoken up. So we might have ten purchases a week right from this call. But mm-hmm. again, that brings us to it works out if we get a hundred purchases a week. That's a dollar per purchase we're paying, so that people can do it with Pivx. And I don't know mm-hmm. that that's worth it. Maybe that's a great deal. Maybe that's too expensive. I don't know. It's kind of like when you're doing Google AdWords, right? You're, you're buying a word to sell your product, your widget. And um, there's a point where it doesn't really matter what it costs you to get that ad. If you follow the click-through and you can tell that for every 100 clicks, there's somebody that buys your product and all the money you had to pay for clicks, you've now made way more than that profit for the sale that happened because of it, then you're just going to keep throwing money at it. Obviously, you don't want to pay more than you have to, but even if it costs you $5 and all those clicks and you make $10 profit, oh, you just keep paying the five bucks and keep doubling your money, right? Doubling your profit. But uh, we don't know what that number is and, and we can't really know because we're not selling a widget. We're just promoting Pivx. We don't have more widgets flying off the shelves to, to know. Yeah. Okay. Any more questions or anecdotes? I, mean, I think personally, I would use the service. Um, I've, I've used Pivx before in purchasing online. Um, the only thing that I have a apprehension about is I've used it before in certain situations and then, you know, the item never arrived and then they tried to like refund me in some token that I didn't really want. Um, so that's the only thing I would say is just to make sure that there's a good like backstop in case, you know, something's not in stock or anything like that. If we trust the people that doing it, but it seems like it's a pretty good service. And I think marketing wise, you know, using the you know like masternode rewards saying like you know you could get whatever you want per month like on amazon if you own this many nodes or be kind of cool those are great points that's that's really good um yeah thank you but we still don't know who you are what's your name your first name or your username sure um i'm alex sorry uh, my name's alex i'm alex I'm alex i've been okay. following the project for uh alex. Thanks for joining the call. That's good. Three or three or four years. First time I had a chance to join. So yeah. that's good. Um, yeah, I, I I was going to hesitate to answer your point though because I think returns that issue was discussed in the channel. I'm not sure. So I'm scrolling down and uh, well, I guess that's all I'm going to find it because I got to scroll up. Some more sort of shopping. Like just making sure that the items are arrived. That was like I, I ordered a couple things and like I got you know like three out of the four items. And then the, the fourth item, they couldn't fulfill the item. And then what happens in that scenario? That's the only thing I'd be worried about. Let's see. I'm, I'm digging now. You guys can continue on the conversation, but I'm going to dig through the notes to see because I think that was answered. Awesome. But uh, that's a very relevant question uh, that would be, I'm sure, in the interest of many people trying to order something with their PIVX or with any cryptocurrency. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not finding sure when that's... I do a search in Discord. So I'm going to make a note, and we'll ask Golan. We'll ask him right now, because uh, it, it could be it's in my head because it was something discussed during a voice call. It wasn't written down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they're listening to the recording, they might come with a 
Well, I'll, I'll just, answer. you know, if, if Golan's listening, I'll just let him know it's, I'm noting it down now, so maybe he'll see it there first. Even better. Right. <clears throat> yep. I could also kind of leverage, I don't know if they have it integrated or not, but um, like Amazon has the uh, auto renewal feature. Like you could say, hey, if you're buying, you know, like whatever cat litter or something every month, say, hey, if you own a master node, you get free cat litter or something like that. That's an interesting thought. So you're saying like you could almost like just say your master node is paying for your cat litter, right? It's regular payment and regular income. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to use that. <laughs> buy, buy a master node and get cat litter for life. <laughs> See, I would, I would, but, I would do that. that could be a lot of cat litter. Depends on the price of pivot. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> when you right. more cats. <laughs> yeah. Or you can get, get a subscription to a I don't know a cat shelter. <laughs> so now, yeah. now we're going offline here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thousands of new ideas coming up directly. <clears throat> Well, I, I, you know, if we're uh, all talked out on shopping.io, I know we try to keep these calls for about an hour. We're kind of at the half hour mark. So maybe it's time to switch over to CoinStore. I'm not sure. Um, there's been a lot of discussion about shopping.io, but CoinStore is at a slightly earlier point right now. And there hasn't, like, their channel doesn't have a whole lot of questions yet. But um, we can talk about that if everybody's ready. Sounds good. Sounds great. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pull up the, uh, the forum post on their stuff. Thanks, by the way, Eric, that you uh, did those proposals for them. And yeah, for it's a little bit non-standard for us, right? But I'm realizing this is new for us. This is a good way of getting all the information we've collected in, in front of the, the community. And uh, yeah, and then and then before it becomes a proper proposal that's submitted, you know, the format's got to change. A lot of data's got to be added and, you know, the, the, the st- you know just to standard. But for now, it's mm. more like just collect it all in one spot and get it out there so people can see what's going on. And uh, and then when you know when it comes time to be submitted to the network, then it shouldn't be me doing it for anybody. It should be the vendor themselves doing it, right? Get them out the learning. Right. Um, okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm thinking of how to properly summarize CoinStore. CoinStore is an exchange, uh, but uh, so basically we'd be paying for uh, a listing fee and uh, and a marketing package that comes with it. And I'm not sure how to summarize it other than to say a lot of their marketing support comes with uh, you know, going to conferences and exhibitions. And so any costs that are there um, don't include any travel that a, you know, a Pivion might need to make to get there. Um, ideally, we would pick somebody, of course, close, but maybe not. Maybe it needs to be somebody else. I, I, I don't know. So that kind of stuff has not been discussed. And whenever you go to a conference, you pretty much have to have a bunch of swag you got to have all the pens and T-shirts and ball caps and what have you, right? That's a big chunk of money, too, and that's graphic design as well. So, you know, those are two big costs that have to be considered in addition to what people see in the proposal. I didn't add that. I just want that out there now. Um, so, you know, and then Jackman, who uh, has done a ton on negotiating with exchanges over the years for PIVX, um, he added quite a bit of uh, uh, good feedback. And uh, you know, I'll just read it for people that are listening. He says, CoinStore looks like a small exchange with low trade volume, not tracked on CoinMarketCap, and no media coverage of them and because they're new, right? Um, they do have a 43,000-member Telegram channel with decent activity, and their exchange volume doesn't look to be, to be that fake. Um, 
um, for those that don't know, often an exchange will make their volumes look high when it's just them moving it from their left pocket to the right pocket and back again, right? So uh, there's there's ways to determine if that's happening or not, and Jack, I'm going to check that. Um, another interesting thing I see is that uh, they only seem to be to to have stable coin markets. So that would be a PIVX pair, not with Bitcoin or Ethereum, but a PIVX pair with with USDT and 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 uh, I guess Binance USD markets. And, and Jackman says that's pretty cool. Um, and I'll continue with what Jackman says. But yeah, is it worth listing on there for thirty to forty thousand? If we have plenty of money to burn, then yes. If not, no. In my opinion. Pivx already has two USD Tether uh, listings on bigger exchanges, KuCoin and CoinEx. KuCoin is a, a world top five exchange with one of the biggest USD uh, markets in the world. And yet Pivx, the, the pair of Pivx and USD Tether, there was only $7,300 in the 24-hour trade volume uh, at the time that Jackman wrote this. Unless some whales really pick up on Pivx on CoinStore, I expect our volume there to be even lower than that. Uh, so Jackman says that money or partial for now would be better spent on parking in CoinX's uh, AMM pool. So I, I, I guess automated market maker pool. And then he gives more details about that. Um, and uh, you know, he says if, if we were a very small project with no good exchange listings, that might be worthwhile uh, to exchange these smaller, to pursue these smaller exchanges. Or if it was something country specific. So instead of PIVX with USD dollar, it was PIVX and whatever fiat of whatever foreign country to, you know, penetrate them, get into their market. Uh, but, uh, you know, and his, he says, but from what I see, it's not worth spending 30 to 40,000 on Coinstar at the moment, but just his opinion. Now, it's also worth noting that Jackman made that before we found out we were being del delisted from KuCoin. So, but regardless, that $7,300 metric is still solid. We can, you know, if, if, if KuCoin was only giving us 7,300 trade volume per day with USD Tether, we're going to get less of a coin store. And that's the only pair they have. Well, plus Binance. I, so I don't know. I, I, yeah, who knows? And um, again, for those not looking, there's... Uh... Oh, okay. Eric's headset died. Um, hope we can switch over to something else. I did a critical point. Very right. interesting. <laughs> oh, are those headsets uh, hackable? <laughs> From... External. Oh, well. There. Sounds like something's happening. Yeah, I'm back. So I don't okay, know if somebody good. recorded the discussion or you're just waiting for me, but uh, all I was going to finish Mostly with. Mostly waiting. Was, okay. All I was going to finish with saying was that uh, if anybody looks at the presentation, there's a lot of numbers and uh, provided and, and, and uh, you know, all the different uh, features of the marketing support. Uh, the listing is very straightforward. You pay this, you get this. Uh, but the marketing support is pretty complex. But that's where all the money kicks in for us to add for swag and for travel. And um, yeah, and then there's a lot of pictures of all the different exhibitions and conferences they go to. So uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I had to say. Eric, last time we discussed this, there was a, like um, a question of these many like swap exchange, like flip.me and so forth. Do they use... KU coin, and um, I don't know, is that a concern and would uh, would an alternative exchange like help moderate that worry? Could these other exchanges go, go? Uh, I mean, like could Flip.me go to a new exchange if they're using KuCoin, or, or is that not really a worry? Are they not using KuCoin? Uh, Fuzzballs is typing, it, it I think he's like got an answer, answer to that. Uh, you know, we'll, okay. we'll, but I, I do know that there's a bunch of them. 
And some of them appear to be a white label because I know that when I was asked to deposit to their swap service, I was getting the same deposit address from more than one swap service. Yeah, that's really crazy. So that, that means they're a, it's a white label and they're just a front end and taking their little cut, right? Uh, which is okay. Right. That's, that's their business model. Uh, but that's not really your question. Your question is, is if you know we lose an exchange, do we lose all the swap services? And I, you know, I, I, is I think, that going to get disrupted? Yeah, I think I think Fuzzballs will answer, but I, I'm pretty confident all of them use more than one, right? It's in their interest. Okay. So it's true. It's true. Good point. Especially if you're setting up that functionality, and there's a arbitrage opportunity, <laughs> right? You're going to grab the oh, lowest price. Right. right. So right. Get to make more money. I think Fuzzball's comment was on like um, trade show. Oh here. yes. Yeah, and um, I think that you know I've been to exactly zero crypto conferences. So um, Fuzzballs and others would be uh, more uh, experienced to talk to this. But my point, my my view is, my uh, uh, guess is that the real value in attending these conferences is all the network connections you make with other people in the industry, not necessarily the end user. And uh, sure, that sometimes the end user is gonna it's gonna matter, but often it's the network connections you make with other exchanges, with people from Shopping.io, from somebody you never thought you'd bump into, you know. But um, so when we look at this proposal from CoinStore, and you know, do we want we want to do that? Do we need all those connections? I think we do, but I don't know that even if we had all those connections and all those opportunities, if we could afford to take advantage of them yet. I, I don't know. Sure. There's also something that just comes from the visibility, right? I mean, yes. you're there and people who are seeing who's there see you. Absolutely. That doesn't mean all of a sudden you were there and trade volume is going to, you know, jump up at exchanges. No. Uh, does it mean you're going to make, make connections and perhaps get new business ventures going and other use cases going, which then down the road does increase trade volume? Yes. That's my take right. on it. Right. And, you know, not everything has to cost money. Like there's a... There's a vendor I sent an email to today that, you know, we do not compete with. They offer a security type uh, service, privacy service. And uh, it occurred to me that, you know, they're about to launch. They haven't launched, but they're about to launch. And um, I love their solution, but and everything about it is private except for the purchase. So, you know, to, to me, it's like I want to work a deal with them. It doesn't have to be any cost. We can advertise them. They advertise us. And even if there's no purchases made with, with PIVX, they can show their images. They're trying to protect every vector, right? Even their purchase can be private, right? So, so um, Fuzzballs jumped in and said, yes, absolutely. The connections with other industry companies is the real takeaway from attending conferences. At the same time, though, there are many end users in attendance that also recognize the presence. So, okay, so between the rest of us, we kind of nailed that, right? So, but it's good to see confirmation of that. So, you know, when it comes to the coin store proposal, these are all things that could be very, very valuable, but you can't, they're all indirect. You can't say, we pay this, we get that. We don't know. It would be, you know, we want to do data-driven approach, but sometimes you just got to like, I don't know, guesstimate because depending on what it is you're doing, there is no way to directly measure. So, Spouse is typing some more. Right, and sometimes the second order um, effects are the big ones, right? That's what you're after. Right. But just to get a quick, until uh, Fuzzballs is done, uh, is there a, a guesstimate about uh, what uh, those, uh, uh, what the uh, exchanges have cost us in the last time? 
the and the prices the, the the exchange prices vary dramatically and, it, and it's Not really hmm? yes yes they, they vary dramatically oh. and it's, it has all to do with you know how much volume they can bring you obviously Binance is going to charge a lot more than 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 Coinstore right and uh, many of the exchanges we did get onto we got on early when prices are low right and then you're then you're in but I bet you if if some new project got built and they wanted to get onto Binance, they'd probably have to come up with a million bucks or half a million bucks to get mm. listed, right? So that's another good point, though. Like in the past, maybe we paid thirty or forty thousand dollars to get onto a bigger exchange. So we're thinking, okay, CoinStore maybe is too expensive then if it's a smaller exchange and it's asking the same money. But if the prices have gone up dramatically in that time, no, it could still be a great deal, right? Yeah. So, so you know, but we we do have the feedback from Jackman. Mm. And he's been here the whole time dealing with all the different exchanges and stuff. So, all right. And you know, there's I remember LA Token. You paid a big chunk of money to list on that, and I don't think we had a single piv trade there because they right after they you know they if I recall um, there was a misunderstanding on who was to provide the market maker services. So you know, and things went sideways from there. So it, it ended up we ended up getting delisted there. Damn. Um, I'll come back to shopping.io because uh, Golan answered Alex's question. So my question was, is how returns are handled and the refund of the crypto it came out during our call today. I think this was answered, asked before, or answered before, but I can't seem to find a discussion. So he says, yeah, he says, so firstly, I check out the amount of tokens that need to be sent to us are locked for one hour. And that even if the price is volatile, the amount of tokens that needs to be sent is always the same. Secondly, our return policies are exactly like Amazon and Walmart. We do, however, we do, however, refund dollar amount and not in tokens, just to be clear. Well, you know what? That's fair because, you know, a week could go by before you receive the item and then find out, oh, you got to return it, right? And in this market, I guess it could go one way or the other. But uh, to make it, uh, I guess, fair across the board, they only re refund the dollar amount. Yeah. No surprise there. No. Uh, Alex added in the chat, I think we need to draw a line in the sand as far as keeping access to Binance and Bittrex and make it clear to the community that those big two aren't going anywhere to boost confidence in the project. Bittrex advertised on almost every bus here in Seattle. Yeah, but that's, you know, I'd love to be able to say that, but that's not for us to say. All it takes is a change in regulation or um, uh, some really big bug happens in PIVX and it costs them money and they're pissed off or... No, it's it's not really it's it's not for us to make that guarantee. Don't know. I think what he wants to say, correct me, Alex, if I got this wrong, uh, that there is a certain price um, to uh, like uh, the discussions about when when uh, uh, God, what, what was the name again? Uh, KuCoin delisted Pivix. Um, yeah, of course, um, many people were. Frustrated, and and I could read between the lines some uh, uh, frustration going towards Pivix and and the team. Why couldn't we have done more? What uh, well, what I get from Alex is the community must understand that uh, the uh, team is doing pretty much and has done in the past. Uh, also, not only work wise, uh, but also money wise. And th well, you you can. Yeah. I mean, a lot of money was spent with KuCoin and uh, with Binance doing different kinds of uh, what we call uh, exchange liquidity programs. So ways to right. get more people trading, exchanging, right? 
And uh, that's a band-aid. That's a stopgap measure. Really what you want to do is you want to have lots of use cases out there. So people need to buy PIVX. So they go on an exchange and they buy PIVX. That's what you want to do. But if you're paying money yeah. just to like create fake volume or or not fake volume, but motivate people to you know, buy some PIVX and hold it because for this next few weeks, you're going to get you know double the returns or something like that. Um, that that doesn't that doesn't build use cases, so that's uh, it's a little bit of hype, uh, but it's 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 a death spiral if that's your only marketing campaign, right? And uh, mm-hmm. but that's all we could do at the time because we didn't have enough money, and that's kind of what pushed us to changing the reward structure because everything changed in crypto, and we hadn't, so we had to catch up and, and adjust. Uh, but you know, if Alex is asking, is it a priority? Absolutely, right? Um, on the flip side. This might not be a popular opinion, but I'll say it anyway. Um, it's kind of like if you're a stock and you're a small company, you are not going to get listed on the New York Stock Exchange. You can't because they have certain regulations and rules. So you're going to be on some over-the-counter exchange or Vancouver Exchange or Chicago, you know, some smaller exchange. And only when you get to be a certain size do you have the right to be on the New York Stock Exchange, right? And so Binance and 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 Coinbase and all these different places, they're trying to become the New York Stock Exchange of crypto. So the, the pressure is going to build and they're going to come up with new and new requirements where our volume has got to be higher and higher and higher to stay on there or they don't want to deal with us, right? So I, you know, I think it's just a matter of time. I'm thinking it's like two or three years out where you know if PIVX hasn't grown dramatically, we're going to be on a, we're not going to be on the big exchanges. Having said that, I think there's another wave that's going to happen in that time. I think DEXs are going to become the thing. There's you know, no real true DEX out there that's popular right now. There's, there's one that we're working with to get PIVX in, but it's not, it's not popular right now. But true DEXs are going to become a thing. And then all trades can happen there. And then I don't think it's going to matter what the size of your project is. So, hmm. so it'll be interesting a couple of years. You know. I like that vision. I think we just, you know, stay the course and focus on PIVX being a private right. currency, right? And uh, right. stay on the big exchanges as long as we can. But let's understand there's going to get a, be a point where you know, it's just not going to be worth paying the money to stay on those exchanges. So before we get there, let's use this new treasury budget funds very wisely and very efficiently to build use cases. That's our long-term strength, big time. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that just needs to be part of the, the public messaging around it. Like, I'm totally on board, and I, I like the answer. Okay, cool. But yeah, it's just with the redistribution and you know everything, it's push that to the forefront of, of our messaging. I think it's a good idea. Pardon me. You know, I'm, and shopping.io is one of those possible use cases, exactly, right? Yeah. It's, it's real, and it'll cause people to want to buy PIVX. So let's get back to... Uh, um, Point store proposal. Was there anything? I'm gonna look at it. And see, if there's something that prompts a point that I can make. Yeah, to dig in. But I will say that you know, uh, Kevin from Coinstore, Coinstore, really good to work with. Really sharp and fast response, and yada yada yada. And and uh, you know, he's already started working with us on prices and stuff. And um, so I think you know, there's a, a a good chance for a good solid working relationship there, business relationship. But uh, you know, everybody's got their boss, so maybe there's only so much you can do. But um, what we really need on um, both these, well, more on CoinStore, but it's not CoinStore's fault. It's just they're uh, a little bit, they're like uh, second in line. We, we started discussing shopping I.O. Uh, with the community first. What we really need is we need more discussion from the community on this, and they need to dig in there. So I don't know how we can promote that more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you go to, like, actually... 
create a proposal that master node owners are voting on. That's when people come out and make their comments known. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's 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 great too. But you know, a lot of those comments could have been made early and saved us all a bunch of time. And maybe it's comments that could have shaped the proposal such that it would be accepted, right? So I just like to get back in early. Not always possible. Charles mm -hmm. Balls is typing something, and we're close to our one-hour mark. Any more questions? I think um, Fuzz Balls is typing a mini essay, so we'll let him finish, and we'll we'll talk about that event. Maybe close it up, mm -hmm. right? Right. Here we go. Yeah. So fuzzball. Fuzzball. So go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I've been talking. About <laughs> okay. Biggest point. Now this is fuzzballs. Biggest point that I can relay with the new budget reward is that funds are only allocated when proposals are voted in as passing, even with a 10x increase in available funds. Unless viable proposals are submitted to take advantage of the increase of funds, there will be zero impact to the budget supply. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we, we already had somebody point. who said, you know, the coin supply is going to triple when this happens. If you do the math, I think it was going to take eight years <laughs> for it to actually triple. And that's assuming every PIV for the pre Treasury is spent. Like Fuzzball mm. said, we're only going to spend it if it's really, really necessary. So you know, in the past, the, the Treasury is so small. We, 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 we spent it all or grabbed what was, you know, the crumbs that were left over. But uh, that mm -hmm. attitude's got to change moving forward. I, I, you know, I would hope other master node owners will be more critical too. It's because now it's, it's a big enough treasury that, you know, it can really increase inflation if we start spending it willy nilly without any, you know, due diligence and stuff. So, um, yeah, we got to be tougher on proposals. Yeah. And I think that ties into the public messaging. You know, that, that has to go hand in hand yeah. with that. And, I, I think that's reasonable to expect, you know, for the growth of the project. So, yeah. mm -hmm. And, you know, if we do that wisely at the beginning and the price of pivot starts increasing, well, then our, our budget in terms of U.S. dollars starts increasing fast, too. So then that same mindset should happen. But if something comes along and there's, a, you know, I don't know what, some humongous exchange is, uh, you know, two years from now is, is wanting, uh, you know, we want to get listed on it. It's going to cost a huge amount of money. And then, then we'll probably have those funds available if, if we want to do that or not. But again, it's got to be data-driven, and does it is it worth that money, right? So, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of... It's not only the increased rewards uh, from Masternode. It's also... Um, we all... All Masternode uh, owners should have a lot of... Uh, do their due diligence and have still have a lot of uh, responsibility. Yep. And which they still not forget. As a Masternode owner, I read all the comments and all the proposals on the forum. Mm -hmm. And it can be somebody who doesn't even own a PIV, single PIV. If they ask a really good question and it raises an eyebrow on my head, I'm going to go, whoa, that's a good question. I didn't think of that. I need mm -hmm. to see that. I need to see a change in proposal before I'm going to vote for it. So, you know, people that ask good, intelligent questions, even though they can't vote, they can still influence the vote big time. And they should do that. Yes, exactly. Very good point there. Okay, shall we wrap it up then? Last thing, Fuzzballs have, has a last uh, thing here. If we really want to have funds available for the purpose of attending conferences, we should probably start a series of proposals to accumulate funds. Yeah, that's also an idea to think about. Very good. I think there's yeah. good material for a dedicated call about all this, about the the new treasury rewards and how we need to do mm. data-driven due diligence, um, you know, not spend it all 
uh, you know, blah, 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 be more critical on proposals. And we could have a whole call just about that. Mm-hmm. True. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. So if there, yeah, thanks everyone for joining and for the great questions. And uh, I wish you all a happy afternoon, good afternoon, a happy uh, rest of the day. Bye bye, boys and girls. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Good call. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for your time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.